You are about to listen to the teaching ministry of Pastor Dr. Peter Obichuku as he brings to light his understanding of God's love and his desire for an intimate relationship with him. It promises to be transformational. Stay tuned in. So this evening we are still on the series of vision. Come on, if you know me, any new year, any new season, I love teaching around vision. So that we can unpack the year. So that we can get set for the year. If you don't know, the year is already counting for people who are serious. Come on, three of us counting already, just overcounting. I love the testimonies I'm getting already. People smashing, getting it heavy on this year. This year already counting heavily. Amen. So we have seen that vision has a voice. We have seen that for you to enjoy the voice of vision, you must find yourself in the vision. We call it the vision and I. And that's much we can take because of a lot of things to teach. We need to step up this evening. Glory be to Jesus. This evening, we want to look at this critically. Let the vision live and not die. We're going to do it today and on Sunday. Let the vision do what? Live. If you are not writing, help me preach to your neighbor. Write fast. Let the vision live and not die. Mm. And somebody will be wondering, why would the pastor use let? He's supposed to come up and tell us the vision shall live. Mm -mm. we want your input let the vision live and not die so when we are looking at deific accomplishments I want to do a teaching that you need to get the tape and keep it somewhere around you all through your life come on I want to say this each time we have an opportunity through our pastor, our man of God to declare a year or declare a month. Most of you do not know that we are just talking about Jesus. There's only one vision in this life. That vision is Christ. When we talk about David accomplishment, we just look at Christ and we take one portion that we can handle at that moment. So what am I trying to say? Everyone stayed here from time to time God gives you a vision. It could be a lifetime vision. It could be a vision for the season. It could be academic vision. It could be marital vision. Whatever the vision it is. Looking at this, you can draw energy. And your pastor says, you should let the vision do what? Live and not die. I wouldn't know what God is telling you or what God has told you. Whatever the vision be, looking at deific accomplishment, I want to bring a message to you. Keep it where you can listen to this message all time. Let the vision live and not die. Come on, come on, can you talk to your neighbor now? Say, neighbor, I speak to you in the name of Jesus. Let the vision live and not say, my mind is open, my heart is receptive. God's word has come to change me and I will so change my generation. My generation, David's accomplishment comes to you through me. 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let division live. Habakkuk 2 verse 3 of the 5 version says, For division is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries towards the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it. Because it will suddenly come, it will not delay. Hallelujah. I'm trusting God that our friends from Enugu Church are joining us live. So I welcome our friends from Enugu Church. God bless you for joining us. My emphasis in this Bible passage we read here, for the vision is yet for and pointed future time, it will not die. It will not die. Look up every one of you. I want to bring this from my heart. Vision can live. Vision can also die. Vision can live. Vision can die. The life of a vision, of any vision, is dependent on the custodian of the vision. The life of any vision is dependent lies in the hand of the custodian. I mean to say the preservation of any vision depends in whose hand the vision is entrusted. The caretaker's actions concerning the vision determines if the vision will live or die. You are a caretaker. I want to shift your mind. God is not the caretaker of the vision. Wake up. God is not the caretaker. You know that teaching, the suffering God. God is sovereign. So God is in charge of everything. God controls everything. Come on to some extent that is true. To other extent, it's not complete. Is somebody following me here now? So he says, it's up to God. Come on, stop saying that. Most of the times when we resign to faith, and we say, it's up to God. <laughs> it's not true. Here are gods. He has brought you to his class. We are now brought into the class of God. Come on, someone say, I am in the class of God. That's what happens. So the DNA of God is in you. The moment you say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, be my Lord and personal Savior. He translates you from the kingdom of darkness to where? To the kingdom of his dear son. It is kingdom versus kingdom. The survival of any vision depends on the custodian. Hmm. I want to ask you a question. I want to do this on Sunday. Over and over because I want us to get this right. What is in your custody? <laughs> what is in your custody? What has God put in your custody? What has God put in your custody? And for this commission in year 2024, he says, deific accomplishment. He has left God. <laughs> he has come to us. 
what will be with the vision is no longer with God, it's with us. So you better wake up and say, well, if it's up to God, I will make it. If it's up to God, come on, change that low mentality. It's not purified. It's not right. The survival of any vision. I'm teaching about the year 2024 and I'm using this period to teach you 10 years to come, 20 years to come. If you can find this tape 30 years after now, it will still be relevant because vision continues. The survival of any vision God has given to you is in your hand. So he led me to marry my wife. At the moment I went to marry her, she, she was placed and she had been placed in my custody. My marriage is in my custody. So if my marriage is not working and I'm blaming God, then I'm not born again. For he has given me all things that pertains to life and godliness. He's, he's not, he, no, 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 no. He's not going to give me tomorrow. Oh, he has given me all things that pertain. Somebody say all things. So if I fail to use all things, it's not up to God. It's up to me. It's up to me. Come on, if you can get this, you will run so fast in this life. You see, this dependent mentality, is this pitiable mentality, must get out of your life. You love it when people pity you. Hey, yeah. terrible mindset entitlement mentality I thought my pastor should be praying for me I called pastor around 2am he couldn't pick his call he's a man of God what, 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 what then does he do I pray for every young person listen to me even online may God deliver you from this entitlement mentality in the name of Jesus you have so much at your disposal you have so much that can make your future make your life today and tomorrow so beautiful step on it step on it take up responsibility become responsible become responsible you are responsible to your sources. You are responsible to your failure. You are responsible to your sickness. You are responsible. Come on, you are very, very responsible. But this shifting mindset, if God is willing, when God has given you his wills, hallelujah, the will of God is the giving of the Holy Spirit inside of you. He said, it's better I go so that he will come. You are not going to be in the dark concerning my will. He said, when he has come, he shall teach you all things. So as a pastor, if there's any limitation in my life, it's not God. God can never be limited in my limitations. My limitations have no right to stop God. He is God all by himself. So it is me who will tell myself the truth. Wherever I am now, is I am responsible. If I change the disposition of my mind, if I change the way I reason, if I follow God the way I ought to follow God, I get changes, I get results. So wherever I am today, come on, it's up to me. Wherever you are today, it's up to you. 
he said, my parents, they didn't have much. I was born in a family. I didn't even know my dad. I didn't even know my mom. Come on, that was in the past. Can we talk about today? If you are alive, you are hearing me today, you are responsible for whatever that comes around you. I don't know how he's biting you, but that's truth. So you see, can we move? This is January. Can we go to December? Hallelujah. Somebody, can you join him to me? What do you see in your life? What do you think will be happening in December? How do you see yourself? Where will you be? Your spiritual life, where will you be? Your relationship with people, where will you be? Your academics for students, where will you be? Your marriage, like my marriage, where will you be? Disposition of my mind, where will you be? Achievements and accomplishments, where will you be? So I leave January and I see myself in December, where will I be? And I'm telling you this evening that whatever be in December is as a result of what I take responsible for from now. Success is not an accident. What is in your custody? I ask this question over and over. And I'm asking myself too. What is in your custody? All it takes for you to be better in life is already put in your custody. For he has given you all things that pertains to life and goodness. All it takes for you to succeed, to make it, to have a robust life, back-to-back success. They are already in your disposal. It is your responsibility to look inward and live forward. If you can look inward, you can live forward. If you can look inward, you can live gloriously forward. Look inward. Our responsibility is to look inward, but it's a terrible thing that we keep on looking around. Look, you see, environment may not give you all it takes. All it takes may not be in your environment. All it takes is in you. If you take it from you, you can survive in any environment. You are meant to be a God over issues of life. And I keep telling young people, and even old ones, when you say have lines of battles, it doesn't mean God is not faithful. Mm-mm. Life without challenge does not exist. Nobody should preach that rubbish to you. If you, if you conquer one challenge, another one will come. What is success without challenges? Come on, this is the challenge of academics now. Is it not true? And you stay four or five years in pharmacy, uh, pharmaceutical sciences, you graduate as a pharmacist. Is it not true? If you have never wrote jam, <laughs> how could you get the success? You came here, you went into psychology. You spent four years in psychology department. You passed through all the tests and all challenges, sometimes impromptu tests. The lecturer will not say anything. He'll just see people in the class and say, tear out a piece of paper, write your name and your age number. Write as I dictate. Without test, there will be no promotion. So why are you keeping your face like God? God has deserted your family. I don't know what is wrong with me. I've prayed and prayed. Come on, pray more. It takes a few weeks for a maze. Seed to germinate. Bear fruit. Weeks. Under weeks. Under weeks. Under weeks. Glory be to God. Is somebody here with me? When you plant a mango, you don't wake up next year and start plugging mango from the mango tree. Do you? But you see the difference. On some weeks, the maize will germinate. There are several. You get them, you eat them, and that's the end of it. But the mango start bearing fruit. The tree may even outlive you. 
your own children will come and meet the mango tree. You are a project in God's hand. But God cannot do anything without your permission. What I'm trying to say this evening is that God is asking for a lot of permissions. God is knocking on someone's door every day. My dear daughter, can you permit me to take you through another dimension of glory? Will you permit me to take you to another level of glory? Will you permit me? The survival of any vision is dependent on the custodian. Let's look at Jesus as a vision. This will help you. Let's look at Matthew 2 from verse 1. We're going to take this journey together. I'm trusting the Holy Spirit that he, He's going to speak to you through the scriptures himself. Glory be to God. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem. So, can somebody say, after the vision was born. Say it loud. I say, can you substitute Jesus? I say, now, after the vision was now, in year 2024, a vision has been born. 2025, another vision will be born. 2026, 27, 2030, 2050. The birth of vision. Let the vision live. Hallelujah. Lift your right hand and say after me, the vision will live. Every God-given vision over my life will not die, but shall live. Will not die. Every vision. Have something in your mind as you're praying. Have something in your mind. What has God said to you? What is in your custody? What do you have in your custody? What is the deposit of heaven in your custody? What is that deposit of heaven in your custody? It shall not die. It shall live. For even if the vision tarry, wait for it. For the arrival is inevitable. What do you have in your custody? As you close your eyes, even online, what do you have in your custody? What is God saying concerning you? What has God put in your custody? Come on, heaven has released this deposit. Oh, that pertains to life and godliness. God has given to you. Come on, come on, come on. You To you has been given this unmeasurable grace. To you has been given this outstanding speech. I wouldn't know what has given to you. Some of you seated here, God has given you so much passion. For souls, some of you here, you have ideas churning in your system. Every time and now, you get new, fresh ideas. What has God given you? What has God put in your custody? Some of you, you have healing ministry in your hands, but you think you are small. Some of you have encouragement ministry with you. What has he given to you? What is in your custody? Come on, I want to see it. I'm praying for someone who is praying indeed. I want to see it. There's something in your custody. Now, after Jesus was born, now that vision is born. Is born in you. There's a vision in you. There's a vision in you. There's a calling of God upon your life. There's a reason why you were born. And I say, yeah, in this season, this new season, I'm going to take you through a journey that you must be conversant with your calling, conversant with God's purpose, the spotlight of God upon your life because your assignment determines your havements. Your success is in your assignment. Your victory is in your assignment. Your greatness is in your assignment. 
Let the eyes of your understanding be opened this evening. In the name of Jesus, some of you will sing to the nations and the nations. Some of you will go place to place. Let that morning star rise in your heart. In the name of Jesus, let the pointer be strong. 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 You'll be so sure. Confusion, get out of your system. Every form of darkness, get out of your system. You will be so sure of what God is saying. For you will hear him twice. Once he has spoken, twice you will hear. This is what God is saying concerning you. Nobody seated here. Nobody online is born for nothing. You are born for something. Holy Ghost, take someone through. Holy Ghost, take someone through. Take someone through. Today, I pray that God give you a dream. I pray God give you a vision. I pray God give you a vision. I pray that your eyes of understanding be open. You will know. <laughs> you will know. Whatever that connects you to confusion, get out of your system now. Whatever that connects you to confusion, you don't know what to do. That's a God in your system. Say, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of your belly. And he spake of Holy Ghost, which will come. And the promise of the Father lives in you. He lives in you. He lives in you. He lives in you. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. You see, it is your vision that will attract men from the east. It's your vision that will attract special men to you. It's your vision that will announce you. Wise men will come from outside the nations. Why do you struggle for what you have in your disposal? Why do you struggle for what God has blessed you? When your vision rises like a star, men will connect with you easily. And this is your victory in your assignment. This is your glory in your assignment. This is your personality in your assignment. God, open your eyes this evening. May He open your eyes to see clearly, clearly, clearly that's a God in you. That's a God in you. That the whole heaven, the whole earth is waiting for the manifestation, the manifestation, the manifestation. The morning star in your powers. Congratulations, sir. I know the victory is resounding this evening over your life. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men rose from the east, came to Jerusalem. Men, you are looking for a life. When the vision 
rises in your bowels, men, that matter will look for you. God, our brother. Look at verse, verse 2 quickly. Let's move on. It's a long reading. Saying, come on, now them they look for, for the vision. Ah! Now them they look for where Jesus was born. Now them they look for. Holy Spirit, help me to teach someone. Let the vision live, not die. If the vision lives, men will come on their own. It doesn't matter where you are situated. It doesn't matter whether they, where they place you. It's not in the any environment to bless you better. It is in the assignment inside of you to color the environment. Come on. Someone asks a question. Can anything good come from Nazareth? You know why? Nazareth has been told of so many bad things. But there was a man called Vision. So that if your community doesn't have a good name, you are rising, we give your community a good name. I don't get a better amen. Ah, why are you struggling that? Ah, I came from a poor family. There's something in you that when it rises, <laughs> you alone can redefine the name of your family. Someone says, in me. Come on, look at it. He says, say, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east. <laughs> Thank God is east. <laughs> ah, glory be to God. I hope you are getting me. I just want to make you happy. This is what? Thank God some of you came from the west to the east. <laughs> What happened? He said, we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Then verse 2, 3. Can you not be fast here? He said, when Herod had, the king had this, he was troubled. And all Jerusalem. You see, that's why most of you are going through what you are going through. Because the better vision in your life. Come on, I'm telling you something that will run over and over because in every dispensation, God is unleashing. God is unpacking his vision through you. The devil doesn't like it. Come on, stop praying that the devil will like you. He'll never like you. Wake up. Stop praying that your enemies will like you. They will not like you. What will happen is that why they are hurting you, the more you are succeeding. That's, that's what's more important. Verse 4. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired them where Christ was to be born. So they said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, Ah, Lagada, for you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah? For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Oh, my God. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. Lift your right hand, every one of you. Any evil man, wherever they are, evil conspiration that is monitoring your star. Today, I decree as a pastor over you, that vision of God over you will live. It will not die. I don't like your amen. I pray 
one more time. Whatever situation orchestrated by the devil to snuff life out of that vision God has given to you. Any monitoring device by the enemy in your own system, in your own life, in your own attitude, whatever it is coming from, I raise my hand towards heaven and I pray for you. In the name, may God frustrate the token of the devil. In the name of Jesus, I can get a better amen. A vision will live. Do not die. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from what time. So he found out. He monitored. Keep going, keep going. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. This is in January. That devil wants to search for that young child in your heart. Then you think accomplishment. And devil is searching. Come on, he will not get it. Come on, say, somebody say, he will not get it. You know, it is forming. Terrific accomplishment. You are understanding it. By divine accomplishment, I will excel this year. A child. And when you have found him, because at the, this stage, the vision can easily die. <laughs> at this stage, the vision can easily die. This vision will rise to a place. The Bible says it will not lie. Then the vision can defend itself. But at this stage, the custodian of the vision is important. The vision as a child. And when you have found him, bring about supragada. You see, at this stage, anybody can collect the vision. I hope somebody is following me. At this stage, any devil can steal the vision from your heart. That's why I said the vision and you. That I may come and worship him also. Deception. Deception. Father, I pray for everyone seated here in the name of Jesus. There's no deception that can go against the God vision over your life. In every season, in every environment, deception will not rise and pull you down. In the name of Jesus, in one way they will come around your vision, in seven ways they will run off. In the name of Jesus. Verse 20, verse 9. When they heard the king, they departed and behold, the star <laughs> which they had seen in the east. This is our east. <laughs> the star which they have seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. Look at me, every one of you. You want to be attractive in life. You want to command respect. Now keep going, don't worry. You want to command respect in life. <laughs> allow the vision in you to speak. You know, sometimes I say this, I said, please don't look at some men of God that they have some piece of suit they put on now. He didn't start with suit, he started with that was a star following the vision Christ. And as a star, we call it supernatural indicator. Following you. That's why all the enemy has done to destroy your life. Mm -mm. Somebody has a, has a hand following me. Has a hand holding me. Has a hand around me. I am untouchable. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Follow the story. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasure, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, men, 
I want to watch verse 12. <laughs> That's why I say there are things we need to discuss next Sunday service. Oh, Braga, this coming service. This is one of the major outcomes here. Then, can we read together, everyone? <laughs> then, being divinely, <laughs> that's David. Ah, then, being divinely warned in the dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Lift your right hand. Father, the wisdom of divinity will distinguish every one of these words. Come on, you will not be cheap to the devil. You will not be free in the hand of the devil. Come on, you will be wiser than your situations. In the name of Jesus. Divine insight. Then you should take another way. See yet a man born of the spirit. He is like a wind. You can only hear the sound. Come on, you cannot predict where he's coming from and where he's going to. I've seen this in my life severally. People think or sometimes they thought they have gotten me. Come on, they follow me and they pin me to a wall and they get their whatever to dissect and enjoy. And by the time they want to get their tools, they'll come back and they see me driving off. I say, wow, what happened? The wisdom of divinity shall be upon you this season. Division shall live and will not die. You will let it be. I'm just trying to show you that it is in the hand of the custodian of the vision to determine the life of. So watch the first custodians here. What did they do? What did they do? They heard from God and obeyed divine instruction. Come on, somebody write boldly, say this year. Write boldly on your notes. Write it with the capital letter if you can. Say this year, I'm going to obey divine. Just I obey and obey and obey divine instruction. I don't know how we're going to put it for yourself. I will obey divine instructions. I am, I am, I am, I am positioned to carry out divine instructions. I will. You can imagine if they didn't part. Imagine if they went back. Bastard. Ah. Mm, look at another one. Now when they had departed, behold. Cobra mm -hmm. The life of any vision is dependent on custodian. Get this true. Whatever God has given to your hand is. Ah, you will decide whether it will live or not. Check this one. Check verse 13, everybody. Let's read together. Now, when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Do what? Arise. Take the young deific accomplishment. <laughs> Do what? Take the young child and his mother. Flee to Egypt and stay there until I bring you what? What will I bring to you? When his word came, I will send divine instruction to you. Wait for instruction. Don't be in a hurry. Wait for instruction. Wait for instruction. Somebody's pestering you to marry you. What have you heard from God? 
Do not allow men to set a date for you. Allow divinity to set a date for you. Somebody wanted to be in a business with him or her. Good. It's a good business. Do not allow pressure to be your determinant. Do not be led by pressure. Until I bring you, come on, not me, go bring you a word. <laughs> what an assurance. So, in this new season, and I am trusting God that population of people that will come to Bible study will increase. Come on, I pray it in prayer and I'm trusting God for that. Because it is in this kind of teaching, we don't have so much ceremonies, clapping and going up and down, dancing. For an hour, I have enough time to keep in God's word into your system. This is what you need. God's word. One word from him that is clear can clear every debris, every rubbish in your life. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. For devil may want to destroy the vision. Look at what he did. Yeah, that's where we stop. Verse 14. Oh, no, verse 15. And when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night. <laughs> and departed. See wisdom for Egypt. Last one, verse 15. And was there until the death of Herod. And that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophets, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. So the vision <laughs> went into hiding until he became a son. You know what is becoming a son? The vision mature. Maybe on Sunday we'll look briefly over Joseph. What was Joseph's problem? Because of Adam, the vision in the heart was not yet matured. So this season, this season when you learn how to talk and how you see things. You learn how to talk and how you see things. heart. Already you just discovered that you have this ministry of singing. God is putting in your heart that you'll be a minister in song. You don't rise to that vision by sharing it with everybody you see. Every vision has a nightlife. Every vision has a day life. It takes a nightlife of vision to determine the day life. If the night life is not successful, the day life will be aborted. Enjoy the night seasons of your vision. At night season, nobody knows you. You spend time praying, reading books, gathering things. You don't become, you don't look like it. You look like you are deserted and abandoned, but something is growing. That's the wisdom of the serpent, wisdom of the wise. You hide and you flourish. You stay in the, in the, in the, in the night part of the vision until the vision becomes a sun to manifest in the daytime. That's why when the sun rose out of the vision called Jesus, he went out of the street. Those men who want to kill, he was able to confront them face to face. That's the time your vision comes out, it cannot be, will not be able because it will be so childish.
to confront the adversaries. And some of you can write. And God is telling you, through your writing, you can change nations. And the first thing you started is telling every, everybody that come around you, that you know that's this, 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 this thing. No, that's stupidity. Come on, that's a night life of your vision. Enjoy the night life. You can imagine if Joseph said, no. No, the prophet prophesied it. That this one cannot be touched. That's why you should follow instruction this season. Jesus said to the disciples, do you see, remember, tarry here, we are in Jerusalem. Don't be, don't, don't, don't jump out to be announced. Come on, I am saying this over and over. If you are a young person, you are married, mama, papa, listen to me carefully. If you want to grow your vision, that's a night life of the vision. This is when you're serving the church. This is when you render services. When, this is when you look like you have no hope. This is when you are, you are making so much impute. You are, grow, you are growing the vision. You are adding all it takes. That's how God created man. In the daytime, you are walking up and down. But at night, God rebuilds your system. Rebuilds your cells. Gets you refreshed. You refresh the vision at night. Please note, the accomplishment is now in your custody. Its survival is up to you, not up to God. Okay. Why am I saying so? God has put you in charge. If God can show you that vision, meaning he has put that vision in your custody. If God has shown you if God has opened it to you, God has put it in your custody. That's why I spend some time to pray for someone this evening. Because you see, come on, this is you will not live in darkness. You'll be sure of what God is saying you want to do in life. And my declarations for some months and some years, it's just a way of preparing you for journey of life. Because if you can key into this, you can definitely key into the vision of your life. So when I'm talking about vision, I am talking about now, and I'm talking about tomorrow, and I'm talking about tomorrow, tomorrow. In Psalms 115, 115, verse 16, you see, God has put you in charge. Quickly, look, let's look at them and close. He said, the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth had he given to the children of men. <laughs> Somebody say, we're in here. Say it boldly. Say we reign here. Ah! Say, say we are in charge here. Look at the Amplified Version. It says, the heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but the earth has he given to the children of men. Look at Message Bible. It said, the heaven of heavens is for God, <laughs> but he put us in charge of the earth. Tell your neighbor, never take charge. Chat your course. Take charge. Chat your course. I will say a few things and I'm done. Come on, you want to write them? Write them down. God is not going to override your authority. Mm? Really? Come on. This is what I, how I started. God has given you the authority. He will not override it. Mm -mm. Never. Remember the Adam. Adam's decision was Adam's decision. God 
was not going to interfere. Mm -mm. Whatever Adam decided, well, that's it. God has given you the same authority over the earth. He's not going to override it. But look at what he wants you to do. Look at what he wants you to do. Look at Isaiah 45 verse 11. King James Version. So, Thus says the Lord, <laughs> the Holy One of Israel and his maker asks me of things to come concerning my sons and concerning the work of my hands. Command ye me. <laughs> Command ye me. Proverbs 18 verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Come on and I say this year, your fruit shall not be fruit of death. It shall be fruit of life. For the vision shall live and not die in the name of Jesus. Come we stand to our feet. The vision shall live. Let it live. It shall live and not die. So the winds of life will come, challenges will come, kicking and hitting against the vision. But come on, somebody's going to take your place. Can you take your place physically, move around, take your place for a while? I want to see you behave like you're in charge. You are in charge, not like you are in charge. Move around, Karaba, in the realm of the spirit. Can you use yourself? Take care of Karaba Rabo the kingdom of God is at your disposal. It is the will of your father to give you the kingdom. It is the will of your father to give you. But we take it further this evening. The will of your father has given you the kingdom. The will of your father has given you the kingdom. The will of your father command hear me. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Speak life to your vision. Speak life to your vision. Speak life to your, over your children. Speak life over your spouse. Speak life over your marriage. Speak life over this ministry. Speak life. I want to give you a few minutes. I want to give you a few minutes. Speak life. Can I hear commotion of life? Speak life. Speak life. Speak life. Speak life. And in Life City, I see people in Bible study. I see crowd. I see people gathered to hear God in Bible study. I see people rushing to know Jesus this year. I see us making disciples of all nations. I see us in another level. The vision will live. It will not die. It will not die. It will not die. It will not die. It shall come to pass in the last days, says God. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Someone prophesy this evening over your life, over your bishop. My sons and daughters will prophesy. If you are a son here, prophesy. If you are a daughter here, prophesy. This is your lot. Rikato Shakanabad. Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cause. Come on, I'm going to continue with this on Sunday. I set before you. I set before you. I set before you. Uh, I set before you. 
It is open now. It is open now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the victory. Our minds are enlightened this evening. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for taking us to the next level. In the name of Jesus. All our friends in Enugu Church, lift your hand wherever you are. All our friends in Enugu Church, lift your hand. And all our friends in Diaspora, wherever you are joining us from Diaspora, lift your hand. And our friends on, on, on online, please lift wherever you are online. Enugu Abucha, within the country, please lift your hand. I want to pray for you especially this evening. Now I speak into your life today. That vision of God upon your life will not die. Mark my words, it will not die, it will live. Even if you join this online streaming by accident, come on, I say by accident, the blessings of God has come upon you, that vision shall not die. In the name of Jesus, divine instruction shall be opened to you this year. You will know what to do. You know how to go. You know where to go and when to go. In the name of Jesus. And I pray for everybody here in the name of Jesus. That's a new lifting for you.